0: Welcome to the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and I am obsessed with everything holistic health and spirituality. I am determined to uplevel my mind, body and spirit to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I truly believe that we're all looking to create a sense of lasting inner peace through all our pursuits in life. Health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business, jobs or a college degree. Whatever that might look like for you at the moment, the goal is same. To find that blissful state, that lasting joy and inner peace. And the intention behind this podcast is to share my quest for inner peace so that might kickstart your journey to discover the source of that true lasting joy and bliss that I feel can only be created from the inside out. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and today I have a very special guest. She is the reason why this podcast exists. She is the reason I'm a manifestation coach today. She is the reason why my faith in coaches has been restored. To sum it up, she was the answer to my prayers at one point in time and made me realize when I was scared to death that What I had to share, my story matters because someone somewhere in the world is going to sleep just like I did at one point, hoping for a miracle that I can help open their eyes to. I'm so happy to share with you this gem of a person, Kristen Jenner. Kristen is a manifestation expert who helps people release blocks around self-worth and money and apply manifestation to create their lives by design. She hit rock bottom three years ago and dedicated her life to following her intuition and doing whatever it took to manifest a life she knew she was truly worthy of. When all of her manifestations showed up in a matter of months, she decided to dedicate her life to teaching others to do the same. She founded her company, Pursuit of Bliss, which is now a multiple six-figure business, which has helped thousands of people learn to manifest their dream lives. Welcome to the podcast, Kristen.
1: Thank you so much. What a beautiful
0: intro. <laughs> yeah, very heartfelt. It's, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, Thank you for taking out the time because this has been a long time coming and I'm so happy yes. that we could finally make it happen despite the crazy time zones and everything going on.
1: I am as well. We are across the world, so super special to be here together right now.
0: Yeah, it is. So Kristen, you've had a crazy journey as you transition from being, from what I understand, a complete non-believer, if I may say so, to someone who lives and breathes the principles of manifestation and the laws of the universe. What role has surrender played in your journey and in your life?
1: Oh, wow. Such a good question. Uh, surrender has played the biggest role in my life. I think of any concept that I teach or have learned, surrender is the one that changed my life the most. And it was actually at the beginning of my journey when I first started to give manifestation a try. And at this point, I was pretty miserable. I was sharing a bedroom, sleeping on the floor, a mattress on the floor of a shared bedroom, had no car, I walked through this snow to my corporate job every day, was completely unhappy, living paycheck to paycheck. And I started studying manifestation and I remember one moment just being like, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if there really is a universe or a God or spirit or anything listening to me, but if there is like, I'm done trying to do it my way. Like I surrender, like kind of like hands in the air, like just lead me. And I promise I'll say yes to whatever you put in my path, no matter how terrifying it is. Just lead me, please. And from that moment on, I kept that promise and I continue to be guided and redirected down the right paths. And it hasn't been easy, but every single year, I feel like I've embodied this concept of surrender on an even deeper level. And the more I'm able to surrender to the flow and allow myself to be guided and redirected outside of whatever I think might be best for me, my life gets more and more magical.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm
1: absolutely I mean this is so heartfelt because this
0: is where I was um, a year ago no in 2020 yeah when I found you and I was like oh god I don't know why my life is doomed why are things happening the way they are happening and that's how I found you so this is so amazing Mm -hmm. that is how my journey (laughs) with surrender started Um, but for the benefit of those who are listening how would you define surrender? Is it praying and meditating all day? Is it just um, handing over everything to the universe? What is it? Because often people get confused. And I know I was very confused at one point when I used to see all these coaches and all these self-help gurus talk about surrender.
1: Yeah. So surrender isn't something that you can do. It cannot be done through journaling or prayer or meditation. It's, it's an embodiment. It's, an energy. It's like a, a heartfelt belief and knowing and like higher perspective that there is a greater energy, whether you call it universe, God's spirit source, everyone might have a different word for it, but there's a greater energy that is guiding you and has a higher plan for you. That may be a plan that you were unable to imagine. And knowing that, you know, what we believe to be the best path for us may not always be the best path. And so Surrender doesn't mean not taking action or not following your heart or just sitting around and waiting for a sign to show up, but it's, it's kind of just this higher knowing that in every single moment, no matter what happens, you're being redirected to your highest path, even if you can't see it yet. And so when you're in this mindset of I'm being redirected, even when it's not going the way I want, it's still working out for me, then we can get to a place of no longer trying to fight with reality no longer trying to manipulate reality, no longer, I call it like, no longer walking against the flow of the river, right? When we allow ourselves to move with the flow of life, to move with the flow of the universe, that's when things get really easy and we're able to actually manifest with ease versus trying to force manifest things. And the biggest point of surrender that I think a lot of people miss and don't understand is that surrendering doesn't mean not caring about the outcome. Surrendering doesn't mean being completely detached because that's close to impossible. Mm -hmm. Surrender means surrendering judgment and every single moment of what is because every moment is neutral, right? Nothing is good or bad. It's just a story we create. And so when we release the shame and judgment of every single moment and allow it to be as it is without needing to change it, that's when we're surrendering and allowing ourselves to actually be guided because we're not in this state of resistance against the present moment. Because resist, you know, what we resist persists. The more we resist what we don't like, the more what we don't like persists. But when we're able to surrender and just allow it to be as it is, that's when the clarity comes, that's when the inspiration comes, that's when the miracles and manifestations show up.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned that we need to release shame and judgment around what is. What do you mean by that? Could you give an example for the benefit of everybody who's listening? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it it could be any situation in life. So let's say something happens and you get let, let go of your job or you're fighting from your job or laid off or whatever it is. Letting go of the need for that situation to be any different than it is. Letting go of the shame and judgment around what could I have done better? What did I do wrong? Why am I not good enough? Why can this not be a different way? And just allowing it to be in that moment and and it's okay to feel the feelings, but also having this higher perspective of I'm being redirected toward a higher path right now. But the thing is we can only surrender through love. We can't surrender through resistance. We can't surrender through hate. We can't surrender through shame. We can't surrender through judgment. So as long as we're holding ourselves in a state of, I need this to be different. I'm not good enough in this moment. Um, I can't believe I did this. Like as long as we're staying in that vibration, We're unable to surrender because we're in a state of resistance to what is. And so surrendering is when we're in a state of I can love myself through this and know that I am still worthy and I'm still on my highest path. Even if I feel sad, even if I feel angry, even if I feel small, I can still have this perspective of I am still worthy of love and I'm going to show myself that unconditional love because through love is when we get to that deep, deep surrender that leads us into like all of the magic and miracles and manifestations that we're actually asking for. But I think a lot of people look at the concept of surrender and they say, okay, I need to force myself uh, to be okay with with what's happening. And it's not forcing yourself to be okay with what's happening. It's just allowing yourself to release the shame and judgment and come back to love for yourself within whatever situation is happening around you.
0: I suppose one of the things that brings up so much shame and judgment is because we feel like we should know better. Like there should be a plan going forward and we're kind of scared to lean into uncertainty. Have you had these moments and yeah, how have you worked your way through
1: it? Of course. And the idea of we should know better, um, is we are always doing the best we can in every single moment with our current levels of consciousness and awareness and tools we have available to us, we are always doing every single human being is doing the best they can with what they have available to them. And so the idea of I should know better is really not grounded in reality. And when I look back on my life and all the moments where, in that moment, I was like, Oh, I just wish I knew better in that moment. When I look back, I'm so grateful for them because even our greatest traumas are like our greatest gifts from God. Like the, those are our gifts that allow us to, to create the magic that we, cre- we create in the world. If it weren't for all those moments in my life where I thought I just messed everything up and everything was a disaster, like all of those moments where I just was like on the floor, like I can't believe this is my life. How is this happening to me? Those are the moments that I'm so thankful for now because without them, I wouldn't have anything that I have. I wouldn't have the impact I have. I wouldn't have the career I have. I wouldn't have the life I have. And so now, I mean, I have so much faith because I can look back and see how everything played out for my highest good that now in those moments when just you know shit falls apart and it feels chaotic or I feel really small. Now I know and I can remind myself that every single time in the past, I've seen how this is a part of a greater journey for me. And even when I can't see it right now, I know that this still is. And so that helps me to choose faith over fear because the fear won't go away. But choosing faith is it's a conscious decision. And the way I like to think of it, I've described it like this before, is I always think of surrender like human beings are ants and we're crawling around on the floor, but we can only see a few inches in front of us. And so we might think like the path on the left looks like the best path for us because it's a clear path. And the path on the right, we might think, isn't a good path because there's stones and leaves and it looks more difficult. But there's a butterfly flying above us, which can represent like the universe. And the universe can see that the path that looks clear goes off of a cliff. But the path that looks really blocked and more difficult is actually a shortcut to where we want to go, right? So the universe tries to redirect us toward that path. But if we're in constant re- resistance to it, right? We try to fight with reality, not realizing that from this higher perspective, we're still on the path to where we want to be. And so that's the way that I always think about it when I feel like things are difficult or it feels scary to go into uncertainty. I just trust and choose faith that there's that butterfly above me who's guiding me and knows where I'm headed, even if I don't.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that example because I remember you teaching me that in one mm-hmm. of your coaching containers. And I love that. So how do you pull yourself out of that situation? Like while you know that everything is working out in your favor, but when shit hits the fan, how do you move forward? What is it that sort of pushes you in the right direction or in any direction for that matter?
1: So this is where that like choosing love comes in. Because in those moments where things feel really chaotic, instead of trying to force reality and forcing to change as fast as possible, because that's human instinct. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel good right now. I need to change this right away. And so what we do is we almost bypass how we actually feel and we move straight into, let me change this. Because in this moment, when things are chaotic, I don't feel worthy. And so I need to take as much action as possible right now to change this so that I can feel more worthy. So I can feel more lovable. That's what's going on on an unconscious level. So, Where the surrender comes in is saying, "Whoa, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to stop resisting what's going on right now. Even if I don't like it, it's okay. I don't need to force myself to like what's going on, but I'm going to slow down and be present with it and choose to show myself unconditional love. I'm going to shift that unconscious story I have that I am unworthy In the moments when things don't feel like they're going, quote unquote, right around me, right? Because that's a lot of our unconscious programming from what a lot of us picked up in childhood is that we only received love when things were going well or when we were doing good or when we were achieving. And so when it feels like things aren't going well around us, we fall into this pattern of I'm unworthy. So I need to force myself into action, right? And that's the opposite of surrender, taking forced action to feel a certain way versus slowing down and saying, I can be with this. I don't need to change it right away. I'm not going to resist it because I still know that I'm on this higher path, even if it feels like absolute shit right now. And I'm going to choose to give myself unconditional love in this moment. And I actually, I've had this experience many times in my life. It happened to me like six months ago. It was like, suddenly I hit this point where my business came to a complete halt and I had no idea what was going on. It was so weird. And I just decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to go with this. I'm not going to try to force a new strategy. I'm not going to try to change things. I'm just going to sit with it. And I'm going to sit in this really uncomfortable place of my business has completely halted after two years of a lot of success. And I'm not going to try to figure it out. And I'm not going to try to find the lesson. I'm just going to be with it and give myself unconditional love. I'm going to surrender to this moment and choose love and show myself That even outside of my achievements and even outside of success, I'm still worthy of love. And it like burnt away this old story I had that I didn't know I had, that I had to be achieving to be worthy of love. And so surrendering to that and allowing myself to be in that and choosing love for myself and using it as an opportunity to rewrite that story. That's when the clarity came. Like everything shifted, and I got to a place of even more success in my business with even more ease. Not by trying to change things, but by surrendering to what was and allowing myself to be there and to energetically shift the patterns in those moments. And the clarity naturally came, and the inspired action naturally came, and everything shifted with ease versus me taking force action, force action, force action to try to force success and not actually looking within you know, and realizing that, you know, this is all coming from a place of unworthiness or feeling unworthy. Wow. How scary is that? (laughs) It is scary. That's the thing. It takes a high level of faith, but faith can be built. You know, my faith has been built over thousands of small moments in the past few years And I continue to choose faith over and over and over, even in the really small ways. And every time it pays off, my faith gets stronger. And so now I'm in a place where I'm able to take these huge risks because I know without a shadow of a doubt how guided and supported I am. And I know that the universe always rewards risks taken in the direction of your highest inspiration and deepest devotion to your desires. I know that. And I believe it fully with every ounce of my being and so even though it is still terrifying for me to take risks like that or investing me but at the same time it's it's exciting and it feels right and any other choice would feel wrong in my entire being and I'm so committed to following my intuition even when it's terrifying because that's what feels good and expansive in my body and what makes me feel the most alive because it's, it's in alignment with my soul.
0: Wow, this is the exact opposite of
1: everything that we learn right from childhood. Mm-hmm. Completely, the exact opposite. And that's why it's so difficult. And that's why I think it's important to start small and have compassion for yourself because it's not easy to rewire years and years and years of, of what we've learned and has now become survival instinct. Uh, it, takes, it takes time, but it's possible for every single person and, and as difficult as it is, it's extremely rewarding.
0: Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that faith is a muscle that is built
1: over time and it goes along with surrender. Yes, absolutely. Faith is built over time. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's really based on your ability to choose to trust yourself. Like, I mean, faith is a mix of choosing to trust yourself and your intuition and choosing to trust God, spirit, universe, the divine. Uh, Because when you're taking a risk or an action that feels scary, you're choosing to trust that your intuition is correct. Even if the outcome isn't what you want it to be, that your intuition is still correct. And the more you build trust in yourself, the more you're building this belief in your worthiness and your worthiness. And the more you're creating this like higher vibration of like claiming this higher reality of I am worthy, Of taking action on my own decisions. I am worthy of everything that I desire. I'm so worthy of what I desire, that I'm going to take action on it. Even if it feels impossible, like that is next level that creates huge energetic shifts. And that goes hand in hand with surrender. You have to have a certain level of trust for yourself and begin to build that trust for yourself, along with that faith for and trust in the universe.
0: Oh my God, I'm loving this because I'm learning so much through all of it. (laughs) I'm happy to hear that. I love that you have this ability to go so deep into these concepts, which we all know at a certain level, but we're not able to embody. So I love that. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned is sinking into our intuition, even if the outcome doesn't reflect what we might have wanted it to be. How is it possible to trust ourselves and trust our intuition if we don't see the results that we expected would come
1: through that, through following our intuition? So in the beginning, what I would do is when things didn't go my way, I would get a journal and write out 10 ways that it could be benefiting me, how it could play out from my highest good in the future you know, for example, I literally used to think in the beginning when I used to try to become successful as a coach and there were crickets in the very beginning and like no one was buying. And I was like, I feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. I remember writing in my journal, like this is going to be the story that I tell in my best-selling book. That's going to be read by millions of people around the world, right? This is the story that's going to help me relate to millions of people. Like without this experience, I'm not going to change as many lives. So I can be okay in this experience, knowing that it's, it's a part of everything I'm asking for. And I truly believe that every single challenge I experience is just a part of everything I'm asking for. It's like a piece in the puzzle, but I can't see the whole puzzle yet. But without that piece, the puzzle wouldn't be complete. I would never create what I'm asking to actually create. And so I just know by now that my human brain does not know half as well as the universe does. And every time things don't go my way i've seen it play out for my higher good and so now at this point in my life after doing this for so long it's a lot easier like things fall apart all the time things don't go my way all the time but when that happens yes i allow myself to be sad and angry and frustrated and feel all of the human emotions but i also have the higher perspective of i'm okay i'm going to be okay no matter what because i know how this is playing out i have such strong vision and what i'm manifesting and what's possible for me and I know how this is gonna play out. I'm gonna be okay and things are gonna be better than I could have possibly imagined in the beginning. And this too shall pass, it's one of my favorite quotes. This too shall pass, the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. It's all temporary. And the sooner we're able to surrender to what is, the sooner it's able to pass. And the expansion must come after the contraction that is universal law. And so just that higher perspective kind of helps me to have that faith in those moments where it feels like everything's a mess and falling apart. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you're sharing all of this because
0: a lot of people out there understand manifestation as this process where you're always supposed to feel happy and bubbly and never go through any ups and downs. And that's not how it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not how it is at all. And it frustrates me that people teach that because it, it creates so much spiritual bypassing and so much shame because we're humans and like to be human is also to struggle right like suffering is a choice suffering is resistance to pain but pain is a part of the human experience and when we can surrender to what is pain can be cathartic and you know it's not something that anyone desires to feel but most of the suffering is just resistance to the pain. And once we realize that pain is a part of our human experience and we can have compassion for ourselves instead of trying to resist the pain and judging ourselves for not feeling happy all the time, you know, when we're able to like surrender to the pain, we move through it so much faster with so much more ease. And, you know, you can only go as high as, as you go low. Like We have to go deep into ourselves, into our shadow, into our pain bodies to transmute it to be able to go high. And so also that higher perspective of, okay, if I go deep in my pain and I allow myself to be there and to actually feel this, I know that I'm opening up this portal to go higher than I've ever gone into my bliss and into love and into this like higher place that I've never experienced yet. And so that higher perspective can also help on being able to surrender to whatever pain it is that we're currently resisting because almost always whatever you're resisting right now in this moment whatever it is about life or the present moment or how you're feeling that you're resisting, trying to push away, trying to change, trying to bypass. That is what's blocking you. Mm -hmm.
0: What do you mean when you say we can go deep into pain, but not suffer? How are the two different? Like aren't we going to suffer if we are going to be in that space where we're experiencing pain?
1: So pain is painful, of course, but suffering is having resistance to the pain. Mm-hmm. So when we suffer, it's like this agonizing like it, mental fight in our mind mm-hmm. of I shouldn't be feeling this way, why am I feeling this way? I should be happy, why am I not happy? I need to change this? And it just spirals and spirals and spirals. The pain is just the pain, it's the emotion, the sadness, mm-hmm. the grief, the rage, the anger. Like mm-hmm. we can feel that pain and we can experience that pain. but we don't need to suffer in that pain. We can simply experience it. Like Mm -hmm. suffering is um, a story, a judgment of the pain on top of the pain. Mm -hmm. So you can have the pain and you can can actually feel grief and also feel joy and happiness at the same time. Right. We're multidimensional human beings. It doesn't have to be one or the other. We experience so many things at one time and all the time we're going back and forth. But when we are suffering, we're simply in that pain only, and we're holding ourselves there in this almost like victim mindset because we're resisting what is. Mm -hmm. So when you can surrender to what is, you move through it with much more grace and ease. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable, but it means that we're moving through it with a higher perspective and we're moving through it without trying to push it away. Mm-hmm. Right. When we put up like these blocks and these walls for our pain, then the pain has to work harder to get through. And when we also hold this pain, we resist this pain, it gets pushed into our shadow and it begins to manifest in our realities as more experiences to cause even more pain and more suffering. Because until we actually face it, the universe is going to keep sending us experiences to try to pull it out of us
0: mm-hmm. because it
1: wants the best for us. And if we want the best for ourselves, right, as long as we're holding on to that pain in our bodies, we're holding on to that vibration and we can't move to that higher state that we actually desire to be in. Mm-hmm.
0: So what you mean is that it is less painful to actually feel the pain rather than suffer because we tell these stories about what this, this pain should be instead of experiencing it as is.
1: Exactly. A hundred percent.
0: Mm-hmm. So all the judgment and all the shame around it and all the stories which are not even our stories to begin with, perhaps. It's probably what we've been taught from childhood or from other influences. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So what is the advice that you'd like to give to anyone who's struggling to let go of something in life, maybe a person, a situation, anything?
1: I would say uh, that you don't need to try to let go. Because when we're trying to let go and struggling to let go and focusing on how we're struggling to let go, we're resisting not being able to let go. And as soon as you stop resisting not being able to let go and stop judging yourself for not being able to let go and stop holding on to this shame for not being able to let go, like that story of, oh, look at everyone else. Like, they already let go. Like, why am I still holding on to this person? It was so easy for them. And I should be over this by now. And why can't I let go? Whether it's a job or a partner, it could be anything. As long as we're in that vibration of judgment and resistance, what we resist persists. So the key to surrender often isn't trying to let go, but simply allowing things to be as they are and being in a place of love for ourselves. Like, can I still love myself, even though I'm unable to let go? Can I still love the part of me that is attached to this person or situation or thing? Can I love that part of me without trying to change it? Because there's this story that I need to let go of them to to feel lovable, to feel worthy as a human being. And so when we're acting on that story, trying to force ourselves to let go, we're wiring in this belief that I'm unworthy unless I do X, Y, Z, unless I fix myself, unless I heal, unless I can totally let go of this and not be attached to it versus no, wait a second. I am totally worthy and lovable as I am right now, even in my attachment to this person, place, thing, experience, et cetera. So can we be in a state of, okay, you know what? The the reality is right now I am unable to let go and that's okay. And I can love myself through this moment and I can love the parts of me that I don't even like. It's okay that I don't like that. I can't let go, but I'm still going to choose to love myself in this moment, even though I can't let go. And so when we release the resistance around trying to let go or make something happen, We actually allow it to happen more naturally because we're letting go of the control. We're letting go of like all of this neediness and desperation. And we're coming back to this vibration of love. And it's only from the vibration of love that we can truly surrender. Everything else is like a fake surrender is a forced surrender, which isn't real surrender. Because when we're trying to surrender or let go from a place of judgment or shame or not feeling good enough, that's not surrender. That's actually just ego under the mask of surrender. True surrender is just choosing love. Choosing love over and over and over and keeping our hearts open and not needing to control and manipulate reality. Oh this is so deep. <laughs> it is. I yeah I'm glad we're talking about this.
0: Yeah so we let go by letting go of the need to let go.
1: If that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense at all.
1: Yeah, it's a paradox, but it's it's true. Because when we let go, what are we doing? We're just resisting being attached. While you resist, persist. Nothing comes from nothing that we desire comes from resistance. Everything, everything in life can only come from an open heart. And when we are trying to let go and judging ourselves for not letting go, our heart is closed and contracted. And like that is you know, the universe, God, spirit, source is unconditional love. And we often project this idea on the universe that the universe is like the love we've experienced in life, which is usually conditional, right? We learned conditional love from maybe our parents or our teachers or our partners that I only receive what I look, what I have chosen to believe love is. Maybe I only receive loving words or affection when I am acting you know, like a good girl or I'm achieving or whatever it is. And so we project this idea on the universe as being conditionally loving. And we think, okay, if I can't let go, or if I can't, you know, do what a good person would be able to do, or like the most spiritual human would be able to do, I'm not going to be able to manifest what I want. I'm not going to be given the miracles I desire or the money I desire, or, you know, this attachment is blocking me. But that is just simply not true because, The love of the universe, God, source, spirit is unconditional, absolutely unconditional. There is nothing you could do to ever lose any love. And so as long as we are projecting this image of I'm not going to receive what I want unless I fix myself, like we're all holding ourselves in this state of scarcity And that's what like trying to force letting go can oftentimes come from versus realizing not only can I give myself unconditional love right now, but even when I can't give it to myself, I know that there's this greater divine being energy that has unconditional, undying, unwavering love for me. And I am still worthy of all of the miracles and all of the manifestations in the entire world without having to fix anything about myself right now and like leaning into that understanding is a game changer. Well, I'm just blown away by these
0: explanations. This is next level. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Yeah, so we can choose to love ourselves or actually what I mean is we can choose to believe that we're still loved when we cannot give ourselves the love in certain moments.
1: Yeah, and you know what you can do? What I like to do is even when I feel unable to give myself love or I'm deep in a shame story and I just can't get out of it, I'll just ask the universe to send me some love, like just send me some signs that I'm loved because I can't feel it right now. And I'm unable to reach the place within myself where I can give it to myself. I just can't get there in this moment. And and then be on the lookout for signs. Like it might be like for me, it'll be sometimes like someone's smiling at me in the street. Or like, I remember once I like, go into a coffee shop and like the barista, give me a free cookie, you know, just small things like that. Like notice the moments where people are acting out of pure love, right? Not needing anything from you because they will show up if you ask for them, but you have to look for them and then notice them as a little hug from the universe as a sign of, of love. And sometimes that helps me to refocus on on love and what I'm worthy of. And, you know, even those moments, you can just ask the universe, ask the universe, like, can I just have a hug right now? And I will just feel it and I'll get chills around, you know, over my whole body. Uh, So in the times where you feel like you can't give the love for yourself, like ask for help, ask for support, because there is an all loving universe that wants to give you its love and it wants the love to be felt, but you have to be open to receiving it. Absolutely. I feel
0: often when we are in these situations, we're not asking the right questions. We are just saying, why is this happening to me? Why is that, that happening mm-hmm. to me? Instead of asking the right questions that, you know, universe, God, whoever you might believe in, show
1: me a sign or show me a way out yeah. of this. Exactly. Instead of focusing on that, we just say, you know what, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. Great. Let me ask for my needs to actually be met. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: wow this has been so amazing and
1: it
0: <laughs> went on a different tangent altogether. but I love that <laughs> as it always does <laughs> yeah and yeah I mean that's amazing because a lot of questions that I thought I'd ask you are not the ones that I asked you but that's that's good <laughs> yeah how it's meant to be exactly so this has been such a wonderful conversation Tristan I have totally enjoyed having you on the podcast thank you so much for your time For everyone who is listening, where can they find you if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to take up any of your courses or be part of your world in any way?
1: Amazing. So, you can find me on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore after it. I have a podcast called Pursuit of Bliss and I have a Manifestation Academy, which you have taken called BAA, Blissful Abundance Academy, for people who want to start diving into manifestation to manifest their dream lives. They also have a higher level mastermind, which is for people who uh, want to step into the next level of leadership and abundance and ease in their lives. It's more of a small, intimate sisterhood. And uh, the links for all of that you can find on my Instagram. Perfect.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, Kristen. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was an honor. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes so that it can reach more people who need to hear this today. Also share it with your friends, family, colleagues, anyone who pops up in your mind who is struggling to surrender to the flow of life and need to hear that the only way through is by allowing life to pierce them, to let go of the need of this very moment to be any different than it is, trusting that it is all a part of the divine plan for their highest good. And if you're ready to dive deeper, I would like to invite you for a free manifestation breakthrough call where I understand what your goals and desires are for your future and get you to manifest them with more ease and less effort. The details are in the show notes. I can't wait to hear from you.